All right. You know what it is? You know who it is? We're back with another episode of the Skinny Boy Says Podcast. Today I got an epic person on, Kyle Trainer of Elite Vitality. Uh, he's part of, or he is the owner and operator of the business class that I've been taking that I've been talking about. Um, I'm really excited to kind of talk about this because this is a good time to have this conversation during all this you know, crazy pandemic stuff and just with everything that's going on. And I've learned a ton from this program and I've taken it and made it into some mild success within what I'm doing. Um, and it's brought a lot of value, a lot of change, a lot of perspective into my view. Um, so Kyle, give a brief background on yourself and uh, we'll just kind of go from there. Well, firstly, thanks for having me, man. Um, yeah, it's, no it's problem. An honor. Thank you. Um, and yeah, thanks for the wrap up. Um, I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't say I'm epic. I mean, I'm, I'm just like, I'm pretty much an everyday guy who, who, you know, um, over a long period of time has just put in consistent work. And, you know, as I said, we're, we're pretty lucky to be in a position now where we can, you know, take the, our, our own, I guess, wisdom from the experiences we've had from the learnings that we've, um, you know, acquired across the journey. And, um, you know, what we're trying to do is now just pay it forward. And, and the way we do that is, you know, through business consulting, really, like that's, that's how we view our business now is that, you know, we, we try to um, consult with, you know, uh, fitness business owners. So, you know, uh, everyone from trainers to, you know, physiotherapists, chiropractors, osteos, mm-hmm. um, gym owners, um, you know, we, we just consult um, and, and really put it, we've put together a program that we believe, combines education uh, and consulting to, to prov- you know, to provide a, a, you know, a top-notch service that really gets the result that people are looking for. And, um, and, and a lot of that is not just obviously earning a lot of money, but finding leverage, being able to, you know, create time in their business and, and understand the, the foundations that will give them sustainable success, you know? And I think that's, that's probably where we put our focus, right. Is, is sustainable success rather than just yeah. rapid growth. Um, but yeah, so a bit of a background on me, man. Like, um, you know, I was a PT myself. Um, you know, I, I had a, I've been in business now. I've had my own business. Uh, oh, eight years. Um, so, you know, I, I was studying at university, um, started off studying marketing, funny, funnily enough, um, oh. hated it. Um, and then went and studied exercise science, but got my PT cert at the same time and, and really opened my business straight away. Um, and then eventually dropped out of uni again. Uh, for some reason, I just think it, I don't, I don't do well with people telling me what to do. Yeah. I think a lot of people, <laughs> um, I, I think that's obviously like an entrepreneurial thing. Like it's just something that like, that's why we become entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I love, I love learning, man. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I do so much of it, but when somebody's telling me what I have to learn, like it's, I don't know, I don't know whether it's them telling me or whether it's as soon as I find one little subject that I don't want to learn, I just don't really get into it too much. You know, a lot of what I learn now is the stuff that I want to read. If if I'm reading a book and I don't like it, I won't finish it. Um, and, and these kind of things, but yeah, so, you know, and then obviously got into business and, and grew a, a pretty successful PT business, um, both online and, and, um, to have, you know, having a, a team of seven, um, uh, you know, across, uh, Victoria, uh, which is uh, a state here in uh, Australia. And, and then from there, you know, I, I really did have a passion for business, you know, like I, I, I really do love business. Like it's, it, it's a big, big passion of mine. I, I love the, the strategy side of it. I love that, 
Um, some things are going to work for you and they're not going to work for me. Uh, and, and that's the biggest challenge is that in business, you have to find what's authentic to you because that's what actually starts to get you the most amount of output. And we can talk about output in many ways. You know, we could talk about revenue. We could talk about impact. We could talk about all of these different things. But if you really want to have the maximum amount of output that you want in business, um, you know, you really got to find an, your authentic brand um, and then be able to grow that brand strategically. Um, and, and to me, that's what business is. It's about pushing the brand up. It's about pushing our costs down. So making sure that our margins are, are, are in a really good spot. And then how can I build my brand from here on in? And, and again, if that brand's not authentic to you, then naturally it's unsustainable because trying to hold up something that's not authentic to you, eventually, you know, that, that can feel, um, it can, it can break you a little bit. And I think, so, yeah, man, hundred percent, you know? So I think, um, you know, uh, that's the part of business that I really love. Uh, you know, I love learning about it. So I actually got faced with a bit of a decision, man. It's like, do I continue this coaching business? Right. Cause I was still coaching, not, not as much as what I was in my early days, but, um, yeah, I had to kind of really make a decision. Is, is this really what I want to do? And, and, you know, that's a hard thing to do because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm making good money. Right. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm doing a good job and, and my team's doing a good job and we're doing, you know, it really well. And, and then you got to really, you got to make a decision. And, and the decision I had to make was, you know, do I, is this really what lights my fire anymore? Um, and the is reality the personal was personal training or the business stuff, the, the, the personal training business, yeah. like, you know, I, I, and it's not that it, I didn't love it. Right. And I still do love it. I still train myself. It's just that I really did love the business side. Mm -hmm. um, and, and like, it's like, okay, do I, do I really have to, um, where do I want to go with this? Where do I eventually, you know, this is my career. I'll always love fitness, man. Like it's, it's built into me. It's every, it's yeah. all I've ever known, um, you know, from sport to, to training itself. Um, it'll always be a big part of my life, but as a career, you know, um, I still did love it. Like, you know, I, you, it's not like I was ever going to go into accounting or anything like that. Um, but what I was, what the decision I had to make was, okay, I really love the business side of it. And, you know, we teach fitness businesses. I probably wouldn't go into any other type of business to be honest. Cause it's just, again, it's, it's not where my passion lies, but you know, I was faced with a decision. Um, and I ended up just making the decision that I'm going to scale back my company and, and build a new one. Um, and then that's, that's where I've gotten to now. Um, so, you know, we're, we're three years into this new company um, and, you know, we're, we're absolutely loving it. We get to have a, a pretty large impact on the industry um, and we get to work with some amazing people continuously um, and, and, and work with them on um, helping them reach their potential and building their dream business, which is, you know, really what we try to focus on. We, yeah. Again, we, we, want, we, we want people to reach their potential and we want people to be able to, you know, have a business that they're proud of, not just try to just fall into what everybody else is doing, but truly create something that's authentic to them. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, I've, you know, going through it, I was, I wouldn't say skeptical at first, but I was someone who um, I heard about you before and I heard about you guys for a while because I've been a huge fan of like Jordan's um, and Prescript. So it was something that I always followed and like, I heard a lot of your stuff. I've seen your stuff. I actually may have inquired a couple of years ago. I don't remember about something, but um, you know, taking that step and actually talking to you and then kind of like just hearing you talk about it and then reading the stuff and just kind of talking to some people who have done it was just uh, kind of like the tipping point for me. And like, 
you know, for me, it was something, you know, I wanted to make that commitment for myself and kind of hearing the way that you guys go about it was perfect. And like, I don't regret a single thing, like joining with you guys and learning from you and the way you guys set everything up. And, you know, like you were mentioning a couple minutes ago, but like the group of people, um, you know, for going in, I, I didn't know really what to expect or who would, you know, I'd be involved with or how it would be. But like, I made a couple awesome friends, you know, Jeremy was in my group, Alex, someone who's, I already know, but it was in my group, uh, Mike, uh, you know, all the guys in there were like awesome people. And I've, I've built relationships with them now. And it's kind of just like this group of dudes that I, I get to go and uh, network with. And there's PTs, there's Kairos, there's just regular trainers, there's people who haven't even opened a business yet. Um, yeah. And they're all just putting this together and learning how to, you know, start or expand or, you know, take their business to the next level, which has been awesome. And like, like I said, learning from you guys has been, you know, awesome. Um, what, you know, I, I know we kind of mentioned it, but what what's like the, the biggest reason you did start Elite Vitality in terms of the mastery program and like the business side of things? Uh, so Elite Vitality was still actually my old business name. Um, okay. So it was your personal training yeah, business? Yeah. Funnily enough, it was like, yeah. cause, cause you know, I still had a brand, right? So yeah. what I had to do is I had, you know, once I made that transition, I had to fight hell for leather to, to change what that brand was perceived as, which yeah. was extremely hard um, and difficult, but you know, it's a good challenge. I mean, building a brand um, we built a brand up and then to change that and build one again is, is an extremely tough challenge, but it's something that, you know, again, uh, it's something that I truly do love to do. Um, so the, the, I guess the tipping point was, was like, you know, I was at a point where you, you would have people in choir and trainers and um, not so much therapists and clinicians. And that's kind of be an, an evolution over time, but you would have trainers reach out, um, and ask for mentoring and, you know, be asking questions and, and, you know, um, you, I'm already mentoring, you know, our own, my own team, you know, so there was a lot of that going on already. Um, it wasn't, it just wasn't as professional. It was more like a, and a structured in a sense. And what I, what I actually noticed, right. Was that there was a few different models that I seen that were happening. There was a few different models that we actually tried at the start, but what I will really found a passion in was working through psychologically the barriers that people hold and something that you said before was like, you know, you made that commitment to yourself. And, and yeah. honestly, that's the, that's the biggest part. Like not enough people are willing to get in the arena. Like yeah. that's honestly, that's why I, that's why 90% fail, right? Because they're just not willing to do what it takes. They're not willing to put themselves in a vulnerable position. Making the decision is the hardest part. But once you're in it, right, like, and you would have seen this, it's like, you know, you make it, you at the very, at the time of the decision, you're like, oh God, I don't know, you know, and like, you, you're probably dwindling a bit on it. Um, and you're a little bit skeptical. Um, but, you know, you look back now and you're like, like, what, like, I had nothing to worry about, you know, yeah. like the biggest thing is, is like, I'm now doing the work. I, I now have, you know, I'm, I'm in the arena and, and I'm loving it and I'm enjoying the challenges and, that's the biggest challenge, right? And, and that's what I loved working through people, um, or sorry, working through with people was going, okay, um, I was doing it on a less professional level, a less structured level. Um, and it was like, okay, you know, the biggest barrier is the psychological barrier is that, you know, you've got to make sure that you put yourself in a vulnerable position where, you know, you have to make things work. Um, and and that's, that's, what I, that's, that's what I really loved about it. And that's what I was working with people on. And then, you know, as I said, I just fell in love with that, you know, like the, the wins and, and seeing people win. 
Um, and, and, you know, even myself having to think about how do I actually coach this person to go through this, um, this scenario and how do I, you know, what are, what are the, the different conversations we have to have? What are the things we actually have to do? Cause you know, as a business owner, it's easy for me to rely on myself. You know, we had gotten some success and that's great, but a lot of that was on the back of me knowing myself and me, you know, doing what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of now I have to structure that so that a, you know, a majority of people can understand it. Um, which, you know, it really did intrigue me. And, and once it started to, to kind of, you know, once it's in my head, man, it's like, you know, I just, it was, it was bothering me. It was bothering yeah. me. And, and I think that was probably the, the thing, right. Is that, and, and I just think that people aren't doing it right. Like, I think that there's a lot of this stuff in the industry from marketers to um, other programs that just don't have a business centric focus, right. You, you know, you've got a lot of people that call themselves business mentors that don't actually teach people the fundamentals of business. Yeah. They just, you know, they just mentor them in a sense on a, on a psychological level. And, and there was that as well. So I was like, I seen a gap in the market. I think that I thought that we could do it a lot better than what everybody else was. And, um, and, and I mean, that does sound confident, but you know, I really did truly have a belief that um, things weren't probably getting uh and this, this sector of the industry wasn't um, in the place it needs to be. And I still don't think it is. I still think it's so far away from where it needs to be, you know? Yeah. Well, I think um, there's also like a, a, a merging of the two. Cause like, now I was talking to Reese about this, that like personal trainers in the past, um, it was viewed as a, like, I guess, uh, a stepping stone, you know, no one stayed as a personal trainer. And if you did, it was something that like, you know, you did on the side. It was never like your main career. And there was only a few who were having main career. So like, you know, there's a lot of people who are trying to make a career now and having to make something a career or making a business, you need all this stuff that you're teaching. And I think that, you know, as of recent, it's been more and more people are like, I want to do this for a career. And they're like, I don't know this stuff. Whereas before it's like, I don't want to make this a career any career anyways. So like, why even bother just make my money while I can and then get out. Um, so I think that like, that's been that, merging that's happening where more and more people are starting to be like i want to make this a career and they're like i don't know this stuff so i need to actually go learn it 100 percent, right and you know you you can get pretty busy being good at what you do yeah you know you, you can um and and that's the thing but a lot of the time getting busy isn't what people want right like you have this and you said you you did say something that was extremely correct and and it was that there is people now that really want to have this as a career for their whole life problem is is that as a pt a lot of the time you're coaching people that are working jobs and that means you're in a split shift yeah um and you know if you're busy you know you you want to earn money man like you want to be able to set your life up you want to be able to put food on the table for a family for your family you want to be able to um you invest in property you want to be able to travel you want to be doing allow be able to do these things it's not Mm -hmm. that you know you know want to live a laptop lifestyle and do all that bullshit like i mean i get it but it's like what people really want is to know that they can actually make this a career while you know still being able to do the things that they want to do in life and you know as i said you can get pretty busy as a pt but is the goal really to be busy you know like our 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 we've got principles right defense our defensive principle is judgment if your judgment's great you make good decisions you don't make any wrong turns um you know and our offensive principle is leverage right so leverage you know is a it's obviously a um you know a biomechanical term right it's it's a physics term it's it's about understanding that our inputs um when compared to our outputs create 
uh, leverage, you know. So the reason that Usain Bolt is the, you know, the fastest man on the planet is because his 80% is everybody else's 100, Yeah. right? And that's what we're looking at here is that, you know, most people just think about grow growth from a monetary perspective. We look at growth. We don't even look at growth. We look at scale, right? Yeah. And scale talks about leverage. It's like, you know, we want to know that you're gaining more leverage in your business, which means that, you know, you're getting greater amounts of output from a fixed amount of input. Um, and, you know, that's, that's how we look at business. That's our offensive principle for that exact reason. We don't just want people to get busy and have money because if you're busy and have money, you're not going to be fulfilled. You're not going to be happy and you'll actually start to resent your career. What we want is we want you to find leverage in your business so this can be super sustainable for you long-term and allow you to have the life that you want. And yeah. that's one thing that I went through, man, is that I was, you know, early on in my career, man, I, I, I was crushing, but I had no time and yeah. I was always tired. And I started to resent my own training because I was so busy, but I got so attached to this dollar figure and so used to earning this amount of money that I couldn't let it go. And yeah. I didn't know how, I didn't know how to gain leverage. I didn't know how to get, you know, um, get back more time without having to give that up or without having to, um, you know, maybe just sacrifice income. Like, and, and, you know, again, my money management skills weren't that great back then. So it's kind of like, cause I didn't know how to manage money. I didn't know how to do any, I didn't know how to gain leverage. I didn't even know how to start. So you can see how like, you know, the industry, it's, it's quite easy to, to run into a brick wall um, and not know how to get around it. And, you know, that can be pretty frustrating. You've got a brick wall in front of you, you're trapped, you don't know where to go. Um, but all you do know is that you love fitness. So you're going to keep doing what you're doing um, until it wears you down. Yeah. And that, I mean, getting into my next question was going to be, what was kind of your biggest hurdle at the beginning? And what was, you know, that thing that kind of almost like, I guess, like stuck you in your tracks at the beginning? Yeah. I mean, so initially, right, <clears throat> sorry, for the first two years of my career, I was, I didn't really take it serious, man, mm -hmm. like, you know, my business, like, I didn't, I didn't take it seriously at all, I was pretty young, like, I was 19 to, to 21, um, and just didn't really put any time and effort into growing the business, um, I was so, I was just invested in my own training, like, I didn't, I didn't really uh, mind if, if my business grew or if, you know, if I had clients or anything like that. But honestly, as soon as I flicked the switch, man, and, and really decided to put um, work into what I, what I, you know, what I, what I, my career and my business, it took off um, quickly, you know, within a year I was, I was booked, booked like to the, to the absolute brim. Um, and then it was like, okay, I still want to progress um, and I'm really starting to lose time. And, and probably the, the absolute hurdle that I fa faced was, so I had a dream of living in a certain suburb, you know, mm -hmm. so naturally I'm, I'm making waves in the industry. I'm, I'm building my business and naturally you start thinking about, okay, well, what does success actually look like to me? And, you know, little did I know back then, but you know, I had this picture in my head of living in this certain suburb. Um, no idea why, right? So, little story. I, I kind of went to this suburb and and kind of inquired of to, to live there um, in a house. And at the same time, I was like, okay, if I'm going to transition here, I don't really want to be traveling. I'm going to try transition my business across. Um, 
and you know get some clientele here which means i'll probably have to work at both for a bit and, and mm-hmm. eventually i'll be able to transition across and, and make it work and anyway i so i was like i went to the, this gym and i was like yeah um this is what i want to do it's the same franchise gym that i used to that i worked at pre currently mm-hmm. so they're like yeah we're going to cut your deal you know we'll, we'll, we'll do like you know um so they were going to charge me 400 i think it was like 450 dollars a week in rent um and which is so for the other gym it was 300 so they were only going to charge me 150 okay. on top of my 300 instead of the 600 yeah and anyway i was like yeah cool that's awesome i'm happy to do that um as i said i already had a really kind of uh, my business was booming at this other place and it was really in a good place yeah so then i had to you know i went over to the house signed the lease um and then come back and um you know, a week later and went to sign the uh, contracts at the gym and then they, they, they pulled it out from underneath me. Really? Right. So, so instead now they said, no, nah, like we need you, we're going to, you're going to have to pay double rent, double rent. So that was about 600 bucks a week in rent, man. Um, just to the gyms. Um, and then obviously where my new place was in a nice suburb yeah. um, and it was costing me a bit. So I think it was about $1,100 before I made any, any, um, any profit. Mm-hmm any money in my pocket. Um, so you could imagine, man, like that's, that's pretty intense. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, that, that was pretty crazy. Um, that's not, you know, uh, it was like at that time it was very stressful. Um, and not only that is, you know, and I actually went ahead with it cause I really wanted to live in this area. I really thought that this was what success was to me. Um, and, and as I said, I'm, I'm the kind of guy I back myself in always, yeah. you know, I mean, you're not going to see me back down to anyone or anything. Um, and that was a really tough time in my life, man, because not only I actually lost my license about three days later. Really? Um, so you could imagine I've got it. You know, and these places are about 45 minutes away drive, 30, about 35 to 45, depending on traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've lost my license. I'm living 45 minutes away from my core business. And I'm also have to now try to build a business up at this new gym. You know, so my days really did look like I was, you know, I'd, I'd be up at three forty-five, four. I'd have to catch the train, mm-hmm. um, you know, across town, um, to this, to the other side of town, start work at 5am work till about 12pm, catch the train back, go to this other gym, build my business up from about two thirty-three. Um, till about eight at night, you know, doing like you know, free sessions, getting you know, being around the gym, trying to get to know everyone, these kind of things. Uh, and and then I'd you know I'd either catch an Uber home, um, or or, or I'd walk depending mm-hmm. on 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 money situation. Um, and I did that for six months, man. Like that was that was pretty 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 tough time. But the thing that it taught me was that I don't want to work that amount of hours. Yeah. just to have success ever again. Like that's the last thing that I ever want to do. Um, and that's really where I started to think about my business from a leverage standpoint, just from a monetary standpoint, because what it showed me is that I had money coming in um, and I was still profiting quite a bit. You know, it's not like I was doing it tough, but it was more about the the structure of my weeks, the inability, like I didn't have a personal life, man. Like yeah. you know, it was, it was really hard for me um, to have a personal life and to do anything that I enjoyed. I was still was it kind of like a, a guilt thing or was it more of like a actual, just not time to have a personal not time, man. Like, you know, um, I would work Saturdays as well. Um, 
you know, because as I said, I felt like my back was against the wall yeah. the whole time. Um, so, you know, as I said, it was just a really tough time, but what it did teach me, and that was my biggest struggle hands down. I got through it, man. Um, you know, I, I never, there was never a doubt that I wouldn't get through it. Um, but what it did give me, man, is like, you know, I had some mental health problems at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but it also just taught me a really good lesson. And it was from that day, it was like, okay, I, I don't, this is my goal now in business is leverage. Yeah. I, I don't want to just be working and, 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 um, grinding myself into the floor anymore. I'm happy to work hard. Right. But that's not never going to be it never just going to be to earn more money. My goal is to have an impact. My goal is to now have leverage. They're my two things that I'm going to keep working on. Um, and that was what that bigger struggle actually taught me. Um, going through that period was like, you know, taught me a lot of things, taught me two main things. You can't be crushed no matter how bad you think things are going. And at the time, it wasn't at the time that I realized this. It was probably about a year later. And I go, I don't know how you did that kid, but you know, if you can do that, you're probably going to be okay for the next, whatever you go through from here on in, which, you know, gave me a lot of confidence. Um, and that I need to focus on leverage in business, which is yeah. something that we're not taught, right? A lot of the time we, we, we don't get taught that we don't get taught to, to, to look for leverage in our business. Um, although we do, we get, do get taught in, in many other way areas of life to do so. Uh, I just had a new question here. I was typing in, but, um, did you ever at any point kind of like think about you know, giving that up or no? Giving up the, my, my career or like, well, like you know, like giving out of that situation. Yeah. Like just kind of like, I don't know, ever getting there and being like, Oh, well it's maybe I just got to start over and do something else. Cause like, this is just kind of out of my, my reach at all. Cause you know, I, I, I think, you know, I, I've had that thought before in terms of like when I lost weight, you know, I look back and I'm like, how the hell did you do it? Like, you know, like it was just kind of like, you look back and you're like, how did you even do that? And, and you're at some point now you're like, you look back and you're just like, that is impressive to say the least. Um, and you kind of just look at it and you just think back, like, you know, I didn't even like when I, you know, and this isn't the same, but like when I did lose a bunch of weight, I, I look back now and I'm like, you know, that was impressive that I did it. And there was like some points where I was like, Oh, should I even continue to do it? You know? And like, you know, I'm sure there were some days where you're waking up at three and you're like, Oh, is this client really going to be worth it? Or is like this train ride really worth it? Um, I'm just curious as to what you were thinking through that whole process. Yeah. I mean, it's a good question, man. Um, I think like a lot of it comes down to, for me and, you know, we all go through doubt, right? Like it's not that it doesn't exist. Um, there was times where I was like, of course I didn't want to do it. You yeah. know? Um, there was times where I was like, fuck, I don't want, like, I don't want to get up at 3.45 yeah. AM and, and catch the train for an hour and a half. Yeah. You know, like it's of course, man. And, and like, but the, you know, I was the first person at the train station every morning. Like there was nobody in sight. <laughs> and I just remember sitting there going, this is crazy. Like what, what the hell? Like, and, and of course there was times where I was like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. But I mean, I think like a deep down, I don't really do a lot of the things for, for the outcome. Like I do a lot of the things because it's who I am. Like I, yeah. I naturally like to push myself. I'm not like, you know, I naturally like to, to grow and, and try to reach my potential. And, and one thing that I always tell myself is my potential is never reachable. Yeah. So if I'm chasing my potential, I'm always chasing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I enjoy that, you know, like that's, that's a big part of me. So there was definitely times where I didn't want to do things, but you know, I've never been one to, you know, and, and to be honest, I was in a situation, I didn't have a choice. Yeah. Right. Like it's like, what, what do I do? Just give away this business that's bringing me in three grand a week 
in yeah. revenue, you know, uh, and, and go get a, a day job. Um, and, and to be honest, like I, I, I didn't, I couldn't see myself doing that. You know, I'd yeah. probably be more miserable doing something else like working in a factory or, or something like that. than you know, busting my ass. And, and I knew that I only had six months, right? Like once I got my license back, things would get a bit easier. I'd probably be able to get a few hours back. And I also knew that, um, my business building skills were there. Like, you know, it, it, it really only, I think I transitioned out of that at about month out of that gym at about month six. So it took me about six months to build up a clientele base that was steady, that could, you know, allow me to move away from this other gym. Mm -hmm. Um, and funny or not, right. Like, you know, understanding that I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life actually gave me the idea to hire someone and put them into that gym um, and to take over my clientele. Right. Because I started to focus on leverage and, and leverage, you know, forms of leverage. And one of those forms of leverage is, um, labor, right? right? Like that's how businesses grow. They, you know, you can, you can make a profit on somebody else doing work within your company as an employee, which gets you a great amount of output impact and, and revenue, um, to, to compare to my own input, um, which could, you know, I could fix that. So because of the situation I put myself in, I forced myself to learn. Um, and that's a big lesson, right? Like, as it's kind of what I was saying to you at the start, it's like that making the decision is the hardest part, but once you're in there, you learn so much, like whether you, whether, 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 you know, you're making progress in, in, in real time, you know, in the present moment is, is really not the the case because, um, you know, what you learn throughout these periods of time doesn't go, um, you can't unlearn that. Right. And, and that's, that's probably, um, I definitely had doubt. I definitely thought about stopping. Um, at points, but you know, again, for me, it's like, I didn't really have a choice. Um, yeah. and, and it was about who I am, you know, like there was times where I did, and then, you know, I would kick myself into gear again and say, yeah, that's not really who you are, you know, yeah. deep down, you know, who do you, who do you want to be and, and what do you want to do? And, um, I actually met my partner now from through that time. So there was a lot of wanting yeah. to step up for her and, and make sure that I didn't, I didn't, you know, drop the baton and, and, and do, you know, cause, cause that was, that was the, the thing is that, you know, I met her and, and she was someone that I, you know, at, at a very early um, time in that relationship, I did realize that I did love her yeah. um, and I wanted to be with her. And, and that means that, Hey, guess what? You need to really step up here because if you, you know, what's yeah. this going to look like in five years time, if you quit, um, yeah. And, and will you regret it? And the chances were that I would. Um, so, you know, you, I pushed through and I got through and, and to be honest, it was worth it, man. Cause I look back now and I think I probably wouldn't be where I am now if I chose to stop during that time. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's an awesome story. I mean, that's, uh, that's what this is about really. And that's what you're trying to do is try to get more of those stories and help people, you know, avoid the mistakes that you make. And that's one of the biggest things that I talk about is like, you know, for me to, invest in something and someone uh, I love hearing like and I didn't know that about you so that like like I don't know it just it, it resonates because like you want to be around people and work with people who have had that experience and know what it's like because you know it just means their information is that much more valid you know you don't want to be talking to someone who's never had to struggle in business who went to business school and just kind of has never done anything with it you know hearing a story where your back was against the wall and it was you know basically life or you give up your life at that point and like to to make sure it works is awesome um what, what i just you... want to touch on something there quickly like 
and, and this is something that's really hard to realize in the present moment, but your struggles are just as important as, as your wins. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like we don't realize it in the present moment as often as what we, we probably should, but you know, you, you get a lot more out of struggle than what you do winning. Um, you know, there's a quote that always sticks with me. It's like, name the good, name a good man. That's the son of a good man. Um, yeah. And, and although it's not true a hundred percent of the time, it's like, it, what it talks about is that, you know, um, if you, you know, you can, you can be brought into a world of absolute privilege and it can cost you, you know, integrity. Um, and that's, that's the truth. You know, we go through this, but the one thing I will say is that, you know, people that are struggling out there, the one, there's two things following that I had some mental health problems and I did go see a psychologist and that was another big part of my career that, you know, I probably wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't do that. Um, so it's not about grinding and then just, you know, cause again, this can cause mental health problems and, and, you know, I worked myself into the ground and started to experience mental health and mental health is a really serious problem that the, you know, we, we, we all face at different times in our life and, and in the world. But the one thing I can say is that going out and actually seeing somebody was the best thing I ever did. Um, it was the scariest thing I ever did. Um, it was so scary. Um, I remember sitting there and absolutely sweating, <laughs> just yeah. freaking out beforehand, yeah. but it was the best thing I ever did. Um, and the other thing as well is obviously in our toughest times, that's where we learn the most about ourselves. And a lot of the time we just need to, you know, if we can practice mindfulness in that moment and, and really appreciate our struggles and find peace in them, that's when we can make the most progress. Yeah. And like, I mean, piggybacking off what you just said from the beginning, you know, one of my, one of the coolest quotes I've ever heard, one of my favorite athletes is Conor McGregor. I just, I love the dude just as an athlete. And like, you know, he's, he mentioned in, you know, one of his fights or interviews for a fight that like, you know, losing affects a fighter, but winning can affect a fighter even worse. Like getting that win and get, makes you just like, you know, puts you in a position. Bad lessons. Yeah. Like, it's just like you, you stop and it's just like, I won, that's it. I'm there. And it's like, that's the work just started there. And, you know, to kind of piggyback off the mental health stuff, you know, I think that fitness, and I've been a huge proponent of this, and I've been speaking about this for a while because, you know, over the past, this has probably been like one of the hardest years of my life and a couple years of my life in terms of, you know, stepping away from a business that I started, dealing with a, a breakup and like dealing with all that stuff and with having um, the work that I put in and putting myself in that position where you work yourself into the ground and like, not many people understand that feeling of it when you've worked your ass off or something and you just keep getting pushed deeper and deeper and deeper, your face into the dirt. Um, but like, you know, going to talk to somebody, having that outlet has changed kind of, and I don't know if I'd be here talking to you, honestly, if I didn't have it, because I was in a bad spot and like, I wasn't sure what was wrong. And I was looking outward instead of looking inward to what the problems were. And like, you know, fitness is a culture that's very like bravado it's very macho it's very deal with your problems lift the weight and, and figure it out later and like you know for long-term success in business and then long-term success in fitness you have to be able to know and look at the right places and ask the right questions and if you're not even willing to ask yourself the right questions or challenge yourself you're never going to be able to challenge anybody else and you're never going to be able to see growth um so like that's cool and again that's another cool thing to hear from you because like I think that people oftentimes give that stuff away in terms of like, as soon as it happens, it happens and that's it. And they just let it go and they don't talk about it. They don't utilize the information. 
Um, but like, you know, talking to someone and having that outlet and learning about certain things and learning how to deal with um, being a better person or just dealing with issues a little bit better and understanding that like everyone has problems and that it's okay to have these problems and like be better at explaining and communicating. It's just that much better. And it's, you know, um, it's crazy to hear. And I guess this kind of goes into my next question because, you know, in, in terms of having all of this, you know, how has elite vitality changed your life from the beginning? And like, you know, obviously this is, it's made you who you are and it's put you in this position where you're able to talk to the people you're able to talk to and uh, give knowledge and wisdom and all that stuff. But you know, for you coming from your mouth, like what, how has it changed your life? Uh, I think it's just given me perspective, man. Like, you know, um, being able to work with people on this kind of level, um, and, and just have conversations with people. Like I can honestly tell you that I think having conversations is one of my most, it's my favorite thing in the world. And yeah. I think understanding that there's, you know, your words have power um, and not just, you know, podcasts and these kind of things, but a lot of the, the conversations you have behind the scenes, a lot of the ability to just give back and, and kind of support people on a level that you know, maybe they haven't had that type of support. You know, I've had people that, you know, I think like, I look back to some of the people that we've helped over the time and, you know, we had, we had somebody join our program at the very start. Um, and he had, he just had a lot of, lot of issues, um, that he was dealing with, um, you know, from his, he, you know, his father passed away and, you know, there was just a lot going on. Um, and you know, man, like there was times like we would, he was from Melbourne, right. And, and we would go out, I would just take him to a park and we'd just sit there for like four hours and chat. And it was like, it was just like little things like that. You know, I taught him, we would, I would teach him meditation and, mm -hmm. and like, it's not even like, you know, I didn't do that a part of the program. Like that yeah. was just me, like, you know, I seen that he was struggling and um, little things like that. And, and, you know, you, I got a message from him probably about two, three months ago and, you know, he, he didn't actually stay in business. And, and that was from my own kind of recommendation is mm -hmm. that, you know, you should, you go get yourself a, a full-time job that you enjoy doing as an exercise physiologist. Um, take this stress out of your life because I don't think that you actually want it. I think what yeah. you want is financial stability and just go and go enjoy yourself, man. Like you've got a partner, like go get yourself into a position that you enjoy, teach yourself how to, to experience life properly and, and be present and, and enjoy it. Um, and you know, he, he come back, like, as I said, this is, he, he was, this was probably about two years ago or a year ago. Um, and you know, he's come back and, and like, you, you get little messages, um, yeah. and his life's never been in a, in a better situation purely because he learned how to manage his money. And secondly, you know, he learned how to, to, to deal with these issues. Um, and, and like, that's super fulfilling for me, like whether it's business growth or whatever, it's like the ability that you can just have an impact on someone when you truly listen to them, right? Like when you, instead of just trying to push your own agenda and, and get the best um, for, you know, for what could be maybe your business or your own situation, just the ability to listen and, and then have an impact on somebody. Um, and, and again, that's such a, that's an amazing thing, man. And, and that's what I would say is that it's given me perspective. I think I, I get to talk to a lot of people, um, yeah. you know, not, not just the, the people that we, perceive as important yeah. right like the, the you know as i said i get to rub shoulders with some pretty pretty smart people um 
but that's not even that's not even it right it's like it's the it's it's everybody else like yeah. it's the amount of people that you get to con- you get to talk to and i'll never take take that for um for granted you know yeah. um i'll always reply i'll always have a conversation i'll always do these things because um you just never know man you just never know what what kind of impact you could have on somebody's life and and i want to be that guy man like i really do like that's that's a big part of what i like to do is that i like to i like to 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 give to people um and to to support people um because of what i went through you know like it's uh, you know because because i didn't tell anyone yeah you know like you know I, I didn't tell anyone for a very very long time um so nobody would have known so when people reach out you just never know um and and that's that's a big part of probably how it's changed my life and my perspective is obviously going through what i did when i transitioned my business from that story i told it kind of gave me perspective that you just never know what someone's going through. Even the people that are assholes to you, you know, the the people that we all, you know, that um, there's a, it's a quote that Sam Harris says, and he says that even the worst people, some terrorists and, and fucking everything, right. Mm -hmm. Were once a four year old child. And, it makes you think like, you know, when somebody, when somebody, and I mean, look, that's probably extreme what I just said, but it's yeah. like, you know, there's the, you know, like, think about the person that's extremely mean to you or puts you down, or you always see them putting others down. You just never know what they're going through. And I think that's something that gave me is that the biggest thing that um, elite vitality has given me is perspective. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a great answer. Um, what are, you know, and kind of being able to tie this all together, um, all the information we've given, all the, the background story about you and kind of your hurdles and, um, you know, just everything that you've given. What are kind of your three biggest tips for upcoming trainers, aspiring business people, um, people that are trying to step their foot in here? And like, you know, for for me, it's something that I think that, you know, that story about your friend, the guy that you helped, um, self-awareness is huge. You know, I think it's something that understanding what you're meant to do and not trying to be something that you're not. Um, I think we've all struggled with this because we all want something and we all want status and we all want, um, we all want to make change. We all want to help people. We all want to get that emotional reaction from making change. So, uh, you know, it's important to know, you know, self be self-aware and understand that like knowing what you should be doing when you should be doing it. Um, And that's, you know, something that I've gotten from this whole thing and gotten from, um, cause I question myself, you know, and I I've taken your tips and your, you know, all the stuff that I've learned from elite vitality and it's kind of given me the confidence that I knew I had. Um, and like for a while I questioned myself and there was a lot going on, well, obviously with the business and like, um, you know, so I think it's important to hear your tips and kind of for those people and just go down that route. So we'll go there. Yeah. I think like one of them is like the, the very first one, I think people, you know, my, my wish for everyone is to live an examined life. Right. So to, to, to spend time with yourself and, and this is through, you know, I'm, I'm a big meditator. I mean, you don't have to meditate, but I think, you know, learning more about yourself is, is an extremely important, important tool to add to the tool belt, which is probably not what you're going to hear for upcoming trainers. People are going to say like, you know, that you probably, you know, a lot of people would say different answers, but I think that's one that, Honestly, I've rubbed shoulders with some of the best in the industry. I've had a lot to, I've been lucky enough to meet um, a fair few people that are doing pretty well. And that's the one thing that they all have. 
right? It's that they, they're, they're conscious, mm-hmm. right? They, 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 they have the ability to um, question themselves and, and, and almost emotionally regulate themselves, which is extremely important. Um, so that's probably number one. Number two is don't neglect business. You know, you've got to understand cash flow. You've got to understand um, performance. So KPIs, how to track metrics and use those to make decisions. Um, building a brand, like all of these, these are these are foundational things that in a, if you are a business owner and you, you don't know how to do them or you haven't spent time on them, um, it's going to be really, really hard for you um, to create sustainable success without those things. Um, <clears throat> so that's probably the, the, the second tip is, you know, make sure that you're spending time not just upskilling yourself as a trainer with your craft, but make sure that you're upskilling yourself as a business owner as well, because that allows you to make a greater impact. You know, you, you know, um, you can't out science um, a a horrible knowledge on business. You just can't. Um, And, and tip number three is, um, dream man like don't limit yourself to what you think is right or what you think society says that you should do or don't try to build the business that you think is going to work because everybody else is doing that like you got to go out there and you got to create something that you really truly believe in and when you can knock down those barriers those barriers that are holding you holding you in and and you know um you know ruining your creativity and, and taking away your ambition um you, you, if you can break down those walls that's where success is that's where that's where true innovation happens and and that's where you can really start to enjoy it because when there is no barriers you can take it wherever you want and that and when you have the confidence to do so it's extremely fun man and and that's what business should be business should be fun business should be enjoyable it should be creative it should be innovative you know and and that's that's what i think i think a lot of people they, their limiting self-belief stop them from actually creating something that they truly believe in and that truly fulfills them because they believe they have to do what's right or what's working at the time. Yeah. Um, and it's just simply not the case. Yeah. No, that's awesome. That's awesome information. Cause that's, you know, I think the dreaming part especially has been something that, and it's hard because, you know, in fitness, there's only so many ways to, um, you know, create innovation, but like, you know, thinking outside the box and not falling victim to what everybody else is doing is huge. And I've done it myself. I'm sure that everybody who's been to a point in their life has fallen victim to being like, Oh, do I really think I can do this? Or can I actually get to this point? I've never seen anybody do this. So like, is it even right? Is there a reason for it? Um, you know, dreaming is a huge one and like just being there and understanding that it takes time, you know, and like, um, you know, you're, you're able to do things more and more as you gain the confidence and build a foundation instead of just like running at things and just trying to spearhead it and and take too much out, like understanding the principles and, you know, building principles for yourself and then changing the methods as you go um, is what's going to create success. And that's what I've taken the most out of, you know, elite vitality is like building principles of business. And then, iterations as Jordan says, you know, I had the podcast with Jordan not too long ago and he was talking about iterations and like being able to develop new methods and develop new things and just make it better each time. Um, but as long as your principles are the same and what you're trying to achieve, then, you know, everything is just going to grow on that and your methods are just going to get better. Um, all right. So where can people reach you? Uh, where can they get more information? Is steel on the walls done with like you guys are done taking people for that? 
we we got a couple days, so depending on when you release this, um, right, probably, but, I mean, when's the next? Uh, one? Do you know? So the next one, we're not not we're not too sure when the next live one's going to be, but um, we are going to package this up and and sell it at some point. We're not too okay. sure, um, but keep an eye out because the one thing with still on the walls is you do get lifetime access, so yeah. you can take it as many times as you want once you've done it once. Um, so do keep an eye out, but you can you can um reach out to me and and find me on Instagram at Kyle. Uh, trainer um or we've got elite vitality mastery which is the business page um and that's probably it man like i mean i'm not i'm not too too big on socials just yet um yeah. but I'm, I'm i'm working on it so if you want to come on over and have a bit of a chat feel free to yeah and you know reach out to him he's got some good stuff he's the the steel in the walls is a great concept and it's a great course um it gives a lot of information um and there's six live courses right there's six there's three like classes and there's three uh, um, labs essentially. Yeah. So three, three modules um, that uh, each module goes for a week and then there's two live lectures for each module. So awesome. um, it's pretty intensive, man. Like we're, we're really, we're, we want people to step up. Like we want this to be accelerated learning um, and make sure that people are, are really applying it in real time. So it is quite intensive, but I mean, that's, that's what I really enjoy about it. That's why I think it's, it's, it's a great concept. Yeah. Awesome. And for the trainers that do listen a hundred percent, if you guys want to take that next step and kind of uh, strengthen your business from the ground up and build a foundation, these are the guys to see. Um, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Kyle, thank you for coming on hundred percent. Appreciate it. Do it again soon, hopefully. Um, and I will talk to you guys next time. If you guys have any questions about Kyle or, you know, the stuff that I'm doing, reach out and I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.